Shut up and sit down. Welcome to Being On Stage, the only podcast that gives you motivation, inspiration, and confidence to be better on stage. No matter how you entertain, sing, dance, band, comedian, public speaking, MC, drag, burlesque, performance art, or street performer, this is the show for you. Hey, rock stars, Reggie Dawson here, your host of the Being On Stage podcast. Welcome back. Thanks so much. Getting back on this podcast train, I got to get you with another one. So listen, last episode I talked about a little bit of a funk that I was in. I'm out of my funk. I'm back at it. Uh, One of the things that helped kick me out of my funk is an email that I received. And he doesn't know this. I didn't didn't tell him I was going to talk about it. And nor did I tell him that he actually had a hand in bringing me out of a funk. Uh, But I received an email from a gentleman. Uh, We're going to call him V. And he thanked me for the podcast, which... I love doing the podcast, guys. I love putting this stuff out there. And honestly, it feels good to know that it's useful. So, you know, he thanked me for doing the podcast. And one of the other things he said was that he hadn't been on stage yet, but that he was going to go on stage. And I got to tell you, anytime someone tells me that they are going to get on stage for the first time, I like, my heart skips a beat almost. I feel like a fairy gets their wings or something when someone goes on stage for the first time. It is such an amazing act, you guys. Like, if you are listening to this podcast and you have not stepped foot on stage to perform, no matter what it is, it doesn't. Listen, I'm not biased. I don't care what you do on stage as long as you do it and you love what you do. Truthfully, that is what being on stage is all about. It is about sharing your talent with the world, no matter what it is. So, when you're going on stage for the first time, it thrills me like it I get so excited for people going on stage for the first time I used to actually when when I was performing in the club scene and everything I would scout people in the audience that like had rhythm and kind of like people that would put on little shows for their friends when the music was going uh people that just seemed to have that personality like yeah I got really good at kind of seeing the personalities that could just fit on stage and had that natural ability. I'm really, really good at finding that natural ability to perform. And so I would scalp you. I would go out and find people just so I could get all excited about them going on stage for the first time. It is amazing. And listen, yeah, you're going to have nerves. You're going to be nervous. It's it's completely 100% normal, but I'll tell you, there is no greater feeling in the world them being on stage so in honor of the email and uh, thank you v shout out to you so please everybody send all your positive vibes to my friend v he's going on stage for the first time soon and we want him to rock it so in honor of v's email to me i'm going to share a couple of stories about my first time on stage now i had a little bit of a different experience than most I actually got to experience multiple first times on stage the very very first time I went on stage to perform was a complete disaster Um, I was about seven or eight years old and a new mall had just opened up about 30 minutes down the street it's our big mall now and when I say big mall I mean like it's a small town mall But the mall had just opened up, and in honor of opening, they were doing all these contests and everything. They had a radio show there, and they had a huge stage set up in the food court, and 
brand new mall, all the restaurants, but they had, you know, the pizza place, the Chinese food place, the burger joint, the chicken place, and the movie theater with the 24 screens and all the stores you get at Dillard's, Macy's, and I think we actually at the time had Burdine's, which was actually a Florida store. But now we got Macy's and Dillard's and Sears and JCPenney and, you know, brand new mall. It's like 1994, by the way. So <laughs> take, take this with a grain of salt. So they had a singing contest or like a like a talent show. And we happened to be at the mall when this was going on. We didn't go for the talent show. We just happened to be there. I was hanging out with my mom. And again, seven, eight-year-old, you know, hanging with my mom, of course, at the mall. And we had a, she was with one of her friends. And I begged, man. I wanted to go on that stage so bad because I saw people go up there. They sang their heart out and the whole audience would cheer for them. I was like, I got to get a piece of that action, you know? So I begged and begged and begged. And my, my mother, she, she must've knew better because she was very resistant to let me go up there. Um, I don't know why I never actually asked her. I don't even know if she remembers this. We never talk about it. It's the weirdest thing. But I begged, and finally she caved, and she said, you know what, all right, go ahead. So, you know, we put my name in and everything. About 20 minutes later, they call me up, and I walk on stage, and I grab the microphone. It's like a karaoke thing, so, you know, it has a screen in front of you, and the words are going to come across, and I see the title of the song uh, pop up, and the music starts, and the words are starting across the screen, and I am just standing there holding the microphone to my mouth, staring at the crowd. I don't remember what I was thinking. I don't remember what I was feeling. All I remember was looking at this, the two giant pillars that were in the mall. And then I remember one person that I looked at. And it was a, it was a gentleman, buzz cut hair, a whole pencil thin goatee look going on. Kind of a bigger guy. White t-shirt, jeans, a hat that he took off at some point. But I remember looking him square in the face and he was staring right back at me. And that's the only thing I remember. That's the only thing. And then I, I will say they, the guy that was hosting picked up on it. And, you know, he restarted the song. He's oh, come on, you can do it. It's all, just go for it. And song starts again. Title pops up on the screen. Words start to go. I put the microphone in my mouth, I take a deep breath, and nothing. <laughs> Still, nothing comes out except now I'm staring at the same gentleman with my mouth hanging open, uh, looking like I'm hungry for some mall food court food, truthfully. And it was embarrassing. So, you know, the host, he came over, pats me on the back. Hey, great try. You'll get him next time, kiddo. And... You know, sends me back off to my mom, and I cried a little bit when I got to my mom because I was, I was too embarrassed to sing, but I was also so embarrassed that I didn't, and I immediately, immediately regretted that I didn't do it. I regretted that I froze immediately. As soon as I got to my mom, I wrapped my arms around her, gave her a big hug, and I just sobbed for like two or three minutes because I was so embarrassed that I couldn't do it. It was an experience, I'll tell you that. So that was like my very, very, very first time on stage. I mean, unless you're counting like Christmas pageants when you're three or four, when you love being in front of people because everyone just looks at you and goes, aww. I mean, this was after the aww time. You know, this is when you're, you're going to start developing talents and stuff. 
fast forward a few years, and I'm trying not to let this one go too, too long, but fast forward a few years, I joined a puppet team at my church and had another first time on stage. Um, we choreographed a dance, uh, me and a girl uh, that was there. We choreographed a dance to do to one of the praise songs, and it was a blacklight number in which like we weren't actually seen. Like We were dancing, but we were dancing as blacklight figures. And there was one particular show that we did in the daytime, and this church where we performed had windows from the gosh darn floor to the ceiling, I swear. So many windows. And we covered them the best we can, but the sunlight just flooded in. And I don't know if you know anything about black lights, but when the sunlight is shining and a black light is on, it does nothing. Absolutely nothing. So here I am standing out there doing our little praise dance in front of all these people. Thank God they were children because I don't know if I could have done it in front of adults. So here I am doing this praise dance in front of all these people and they can see me. And that almost made me freeze. I got through it. I got through it. And the reason I got through it is because of preparation. I was prepared. I knew that dance from start to finish. I could do it in my sleep. I could do it, I I knew it so well, I probably did do it in my sleep, truthfully. And I got through it, it was great. I got, I got a couple of compliments from a few adults that were there, and ultimately, I felt really strong. I felt like now that I've done it, I could do it again. And I, luckily, I felt that way because I did end up having to do it multiple times in daylight. After that, you know, I was on that puppet team all the way until I was 18 or 19 years old, and there were numerous times when I got to come out from behind the stage and do other things. And I was completely comfortable with it. I loved it. I loved being out there in front of people, showing them what we could do and expressing that emotion. So when I was 18, 19 years old, I got another first. And that was when I started doing lip sync performance art. And I worked with some drag queens and some drag kings and everything. And the first time I decided to do this, it was just a benefit for, you know, we were trying to make raise money to send some uh, kids with AIDS to a special camp and everything. And they invited anyone that wanted to perform to, to just go ahead and perform. And I said, Hey, listen, you know, um, I really like the, the art of drag. I'd like to perform. And they didn't think anything of it. They said, yeah, sure. No problem. Let's do this. And this was a different thing for me because this was me not being with a group, not dancing with someone else, not, uh, hiding behind a stage. This was me just being out there. The only thing that was missing was my actual voice. And I'll tell you, I was 18 years old and I'm standing backstage and the song's about to start and they're about to announce me. And one of the, one of the Queens that was backstage smacks me on the shoulder and goes here, take this shot. And I'm like, no, no, I'm 18. I can't do it. She goes, I don't give a sh what you are. You need this. And I took the shot and I went out there and I did my thing. And <laughs> um, it was amazing. Like I took the deep breath and luckily I started with my back to the audience. So I found it a little easier to start that way because you're not looking at them. And in the show I planned it so that it was a little easier for me to just, just go like press the gas pedal and go. Um, I started with my back and then the way I worked out the show with my back to the audience, when I spun around, it was like spin around and start. And I choreographed the first little bit of the song and 
that helped me get through. And one of the things that that show taught me, and this is something I say a lot, if you can make it through the first 30 seconds of being on stage, and I don't mean this podcast, you should always make it past the first 30 seconds of this podcast. But if you can make it through the first 30 seconds of your performance, stage fright, sickness, pain, not feeling good, whatever. If you can make it through the first 30 seconds of your performance, you will make it through the entire performance and you will feel great about it. If we fast forward a little bit further, um, I actually got a chance to become a speaker and that was the most difficult one of all because that was me, my voice, which I always hated my voice, which is strange to say because now I record my voice all the time for this podcast. Uh, but when I became a speaker and I got to share some things about myself and, you know, share some deep, deep, dark places that I've been, it was it was really difficult to put that much of myself in front of people. You know, I can do the lip sync. I'm pretending to be someone else. I can do the dancing. That's just movement and rhythm. I can do the puppets. I'm behind a stage. I can I did karaoke, but there was usually alcohol involved. And if not for me, everyone else there was drunk. So it didn't matter. But this was speaking. This was a serious event. And sharing myself the way that I did was incredibly difficult. I'll be honest. Singing, speaking, comedian, anything where you're actually communicating with your audience verbally is extremely difficult. But you know what? The same rule applies. If you can get through the first 30 seconds, you will finish. And you will feel great. And it will just happen for you man it'll just happen and now here i am you know with a podcast working on being a festival mc and a wedding mc and i've done that a couple of times and the first wedding i did was my friend's wedding in buffalo and it was completely by accident um i ended up helping them do some last minute stuff and they needed a little bit of con- control over the wedding party and the and the guests and everything so i i mean i just kind of stepped in and took it and ran with it and uh, I did it for them because truthfully planning your own wedding and then trying to execute your own wedding is it's, it's not right. You know, you need someone to step in. And so, you know, I did that for them and that opened up the world of emceeing and, and, and hosting. And I really, really enjoy that part. Um, and this podcast, you know, I really enjoy this podcast. I know last episode I talked about a little bit of, of a funk, but no matter what part of life gets in my way and no matter what excuses there are or what, you know, bona fide reasons there are for, for not doing it or for taking some time in between episodes, I still love what I do. And I think that is ultimately what it comes down to. That first time on stage is your introduction to doing what you love to do. So V, man, this one's for you. I wish you all the best luck in the world your first time on stage. I'm sure you're going to be incredible. Remember, the first 30 seconds, you guys, the first 30 seconds. Make it through that. You'll make it through the entire show. If you want more of being on stage, I'm going to do this quick plug. I know, I know, I know I should just let you go because we're way past time. But listen, quick plug. Sorry, I have to. If you want more being on stage, you can join the free being on stage group on Facebook. You can get there easily by going to beingonstage.com slash group. You can also like our page. You can follow me on Instagram at being on stage. 
Twitter at being on stage. There's not much there. I'm not a big Twitter fan, but you could follow me and see what happens. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> listen, thank you guys again so much for tuning in. I really appreciate you sticking with it and hanging out with me. So peace out. And as always, keep on shining.